0: The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5.
1: All right. And joining us from Breitbart is the tech editor, Colin Madine. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Liz. How are you today?
1: Good. I believe this is your first time with us, right?
0: I think so,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was reading your article uh, about how big tech loves China. There were some newly uncovered documents exposing Microsoft and its relationship with Chinese uh, Chinese state-run media outlets. Tell us a little bit about that, and why is that concerning?
0: Well, Liz, Microsoft often flies under the radar. When we talk about big tech, because we focus on companies like Google that are censoring conservatives. But Microsoft is basically the second largest company in the United States by market cap, and they're doing a lot of awful stuff. So, what these documents showed is that uh, Microsoft went to China and teamed up with their state run media, the companies, you know, the organizations putting out the propaganda, both aimed at Chinese people in China and the, even the Western world in English, and they put all their uh, technological might behind the state propaganda agencies. They helped some of them with technology aimed at targeting readers and figuring out what articles to push to what readers, much like uh, Mark Zuckerberg does at Facebook, and they helped out other state media in China with AI chatbots that would be censored by China, so, you know, If a Western person goes and says, hey, does China do bad stuff, this English-speaking AI chatbot would, you know, give the the party answers. So from where I sit, this is very concerning for two different reasons. Firstly, these American companies Mm -hmm. who only exist because of the economic miracle of America uh, fall over themselves to go to China and do whatever this communist government wants and censor whatever it wants. Uh, to, to further their regime. They're more than happy to do that for profit. That That's a concern, right? But secondly, this is what I really care about. What they do in China is just a beta test for what they want to do here. Mm. So, you know, they, they want to go to Joe Biden. They want to go to the Democrats and say, look how good we are at censoring the news and making sure AI chatbots only say what you want them to say because we did it in China. So now American government would you like to give us A gazillion dollars to do it in this country too.
1: So the thing is though, um, is there any other media in China other than state run media? And not
0: not, not that last, because as soon as they Mm -hmm. say something that, uh, the government doesn't like, they tend to to go away. That's that's okay. how it works in communist countries. It's all underground to to whatever extent so, there is an alternative.
1: But the problem here is, is that a lot of our media, even though some of it is not state run, so we think, um, it it still gets uh, suppressed. And because a lot of people tend to go to social media apps to uh, simplify their news gathering for the day, and if they're being suppressed by these entities and big tech. In in effect, they are suppressing, you know, all media because a lot of people don't buy the newspaper anymore or just uh, subscribe to, you know, the New York Post or the Wall Street Journal. They'll just rely on what Twitter, you know, what they can find on Twitter or what they can find on Facebook, it seems. So that's, a, you know, even though we don't have state run media per se, I think it's going to cause an, uh, it's it is causing a major issue.
0: Would you? Agree? Liz, I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right there. So, you know, um, you have good listeners, clued in listeners who tune into your station and tune into your show. We have uh, dedicated readers who come to Breitbart Tech every day to see, you know, what's going on in the tech world or Breitbart in general to see what's going on in the whole world, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a large population of other people, to your point, who go to Twitter, yeah. who go to Facebook or Instagram or other platforms, or heaven forbid, TikTok, which is Chinese state run media, and to see what's going on. So the problem is, you know, we often refer to Mark Zuckerberg as the news editor of the world because yeah. the companies use their algorithms, mm-hmm. not only do they not only do they have a tendency, a really nasty tendency, to sort of diminish people using their algorithms. So they say, you know, even if a Breitbart article or a Liz Callaway clip is pertinent to a search, we're downranking them. So they're not, you know, they're going to show up on page six, mm-hmm. you know, instead of page one, right? Yeah. That's a big problem. But even without that, you know, even beyond that, this is what a lot of people don't understand. Uh Facebook can, can say, you know, we don't really think that people should be reading much about Hunter Biden's relationship with Joe Biden and the money that goes back and forth. So, you know, we don't care if the liberals put out something about this. We're just going to make it disappear and we're going to, you know, we're going to amplify um there was a, you know, a terrible broken leg on the NFL sideline yesterday. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll be the top story yes. in the news. So and that's not so you know, innovative. we tend to we tend to think of that as happening naturally. And sometimes it does, but other times it's happening because mm. when you go to your Facebook or Twitter feed. That's the story that's everywhere. So, so you start commenting I, on it.
1: I had, ho- i have hope because it, it, it's, I always knew the laptop story was most likely true. Now I'm convinced it's true. They're talking about it, you know, in Congress and, you know, mainstream media. Start. So I have hope that the real story eventually comes out, but it came out after the election so that right. it impacted the election. And that's what makes it a problem. You know, like, I feel like the truth will always surface, but sometimes that's untimely, <laughs> you know? And and well, and if you suppress it, to get an election result, you should, that that's election tampering right there.
0: Right. So, you know, the thing we all need to understand about big tech is that they are the ultimate, masters of knowledge about how to make things go viral in the time element of virality. Virality matters. When things are spread matters almost as much as what is spread. When you're the master of doing that, Mm -hmm. you're also the master of not doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. So they're perfectly happy for more of the truth to come out after an election because what are you going to do? You can't run it back. You know, there's no instant replay. Um, so there's been a lot of data around the profound sense of, uh, betrayal among moderate Americans who learned about a lot of these shenanigans after they voted for Joe Biden or yeah. voted, didn't vote or, you know, whatever they chose to do. Um, so the time element is critical. I think it's really smart that you honed in on that. Liz.
1: Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask about you mentioned how Zuckerberg is the you know editor of every the world. Um, I, I always thought when I was following Trump early on in 2015, going into 2016, that it, that he didn't have to spend a dime. He was getting so much attention on his Twitter posts, and I I would often say that Twitter has become the assignment editor desk of the every every reporter. They look on Twitter. That's the first thing they do. Who said what? That becomes a story, like oh my gosh, someone said tweeted this. Now they lost their job, you know, um, right. and, you know, or they got on a plane and at the airport they tweeted one thing. When they got off the plane, they're blacklisted and fired. I remember that story of right. some woman. Yep. Um, but uh, but it, it that has not ceased. It keeps going. They it, Twitter what people do and say on Twitter, like we see what's happening with Susan Sarandon. It just never what why what why are we doing this to ourselves i and i feel and as like you and me we can't not be on twitter we have to be on twitter i mean you more than me uh but i i mean i'm just saying like we're we, it's like a necessary poison pill we have to take it's really a bizarre well, situation
0: yeah liz there, there's two you know the problem is it kind of feeds into a perfect storm. First of all, there's FOMO, fear of missing out. That's right, right. No one wants to miss that one tweet that rocks the world. Is you know your your typical quick bait headline mm-hmm. makes every tweet seem like the signing of the Declaration of the Independence, right? <laughs> um, you know. Secondly, uh, from from a news business perspective, you know, not going too inside baseball, but that's you know very low hanging fruit when when a reporter sees someone said something. On Twitter, they know. Oh, this is such an easy article, and mm-hmm. people are going to Absolutely. want to know what was said. Um, but you know, from the the other perspective, you know, I want to go back to what you said, where Trump was getting the ultimate free campaign ads every day, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when we look historically at Silicon Valley, specifically with social media, the entire industry lives or dies by engagement. How many people can't stay away from the platform? How many people are interacting with tweets and, and Facebook posts, etc.? You know, how do we get more of that happening? Uh, much like, you know, think about radio listeners. You know, in your business, you're looking at how who's listening, how long are they listening, things like that. It's that times a thousand on social media. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what changed then is all these hyper-leftists in Silicon Valley, the most progressive people on Earth, except maybe on Harvard's campus. um, They started saying, gee, you know, what we've done is terrible. We helped Donald Trump get elected because we helped spread his message. So, they, they began to sacrifice their core business concept of drive engagement, keep people on our platform, to instead focus on, let's manipulate messages, let's Change the news because, from a traditional Silicon Valley point of view, they want as much talk as possible about the Hunter Biden laptop because people wouldn't be away. They would never be able to log in. Right. Must
1: be another payoff, though.
0: Must be another payoff. Uh, A bigger payoff
1: than engaging. Probably a bigger payoff.
0: And and certainly, um, some of these Silicon Valley people realize that they can be God and start deciding what people Mm. want to talk about. Right.
1: Yeah absolutely i mean that is a drug isn't it that's what it seems like i mean i was speaking with a um an idf soldier yesterday and he said it meant so much to him that elon musk came over um to israel after that whole anti-semitic advertising thing um he said it meant so much because he is very powerful and i i, I you know i slept on that <laughs> and i said that's really scary. Okay? <laughs> that right. Elon Musk is that powerful that in and, and he said to me, he also said to me the soldier said, "We're fighting two evils." We're fighting, you know, the evil that Hamas is doing, but we're also feed, feed um uh, battling social media. There're two evils out there. It has become a tremendous part of the war, a tremendous part of public opinion. And um and look at what it's even I mean, Gavin Newsom just shut down the Christmas tree lighting, the annual, you know, it, it's it's now attacking Christians. I mean, the, the Palestinian pro-Palestinian pro-Hamas people uh, marching the threat of it, even just the threat of it, shut down the whole operation. It's having success. I mean, social media is fueling this. Even though it well, seems you- like hate speech to us but it's being, uh, if anybody said gas the Jews on Twitter, you'd be fired. But these people are marching and screaming it on videos on Twitter. No problem. I don't understand.
0: Well, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on and and you've touched on a lot of issues there.
1: I know. I'm sorry. I have a tendency. (laughs) No,
0: that's quite all right because, (laughs) because it's all accurate. But you know, what I really wanted to say is you're just scratching you know, the edge of it, because while, while those people on Twitter, Facebook, you know, and Facebook and Instagram try to hide and pretend they're not, uh, they don't have these same problems, but they do to a great extent. Mm. But, you know, you got to take that a step further and look at, uh, you know, again, China owned TikTok. China owned TikTok is the social media site, as we document a lot on Bright Bar Tech, where they're going to your twelve and thirteen year olds and saying, "Maybe you're not a boy, maybe you're not a girl, yeah. and they're you know they're, there's there's been there's been studies done um where they set up fake profiles of thirteen year olds and they're deluged with sexual and violent content within ten minutes mm. of setting up and setting up that account right yeah so you know. There's uh, lots of problems with social media. There's there's good things that happen from social media. Because if we look back at the Trump campaign of 2016, he wasn't going to get the type of ink from the mainstream media nope. that mm-hmm. he created, right? Right. Yet, you know, even today, the newest version of Twitter under Elon Musk, a lot of people think the conversation is a lot freer. But there's, you know, a lot of the same traditional shadow banning, and diminished activity going on that are hitting even uh, popular conservatives. You know, one of the most popular conservatives on the platform is the funny anonymous guy named Cat Turd. Yeah. Uh, Cat Turd publishes data about his engagement that clearly shows his account is being manipulated and being depressed because the new Twitter, you know, we we already mentioned, uh, according to your IDF guest, that Elon Musk is so powerful he, much like we described with Zuckerberg, is deciding which accounts can really zoom to the top and be algorithm friendly and which are going to kind of be in the shadows. That's that doesn't yeah. seem right from, from the American perspective. We think of these things as like, here's this platform, let the best account win. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I'm just thinking about, you know, while you're speaking about what they're doing to children's brains, and we're almost out of time here. I was speaking with Colin Madine, the tech editor of Breitbart. But I was just um, thinking about, you know, these two transgender cyclists that won, um, you know, a, a female, <laughs> female cycling race. And there's, there's, there's two men up there, and then this woman you know, young woman. And I it just and then you have AOC, you know, and, and it's just blanketing all of social media in so many ways. But I don't see I don't understand how people can see the same thing I'm seeing and saying this is ridiculous. And yet they'll go out and march for those transgender people or um, go to battle like AOC is going to battle for them and saying, this is not unfair to girls that you're going to, you know, block them from the locker room. I mean, and they're not girls, they're transgender, (laughs) you know, they're biological men. So here you have these where the reality gets so muddied that it is so brainwashing because it actually, it makes you second guess yourself. Like even someone like me that is, I'm, I'm observing news. I'm not really consuming it, and I'm thinking, like, well, you know, here she is. She sounds. She has such conviction in what she's saying. I mean, I kind of understand her roundabout point, but they're so manipulative. It's unbelievable. They're so good at it. They're so good at it that it makes (laughs) they're
0: incredibly good at it. it, Uh, it,
1: I think it's like, is there a book on this? Like, how do they know how to do this? Like, these people are. Day and night on Twitter, making all these little videos and everything. Do they have a formula, a template? It's like an army. Well, I think,
0: yeah, I think I think there's been a template around for hundreds of years on how to manipulate the masses, right? So what you see relentlessly on social media, because social media is just one part of sort of this war on on women, because I do believe it's yes. a war on women, right? Amen. So it's certainly a war a war on female cyclists, right? Yeah. Um, Uh, You know, my daughter's a volleyball player. I don't want her to get a concussion from playing a boy. Um, But, you know, what the social media angle of this is this relentless, to your point, 24-7 message of if you are a good person, you believe this, that these are women. Uh, Furthermore, it's cool to be this. And if you want to be special, you should probably be this. And that's why we have a skyrocketing percentage of, kids identifying as other things now, you know, absolutely skyrocketing Mm. compared to historical data. And um, you will believe this or we'll try to destroy you. Mm. We'll get you kicked off campus. We'll get you kicked out of high school. We'll get you, you know, you'll never have a job. Um, And so kids who are the first generation who have grown up with social media compared to those of us that came to us later, that's what they know. And so they're going to many of them will go along with it because it's within their worldview that's been set up. Now plenty of them, thankfully, are rejecting it. Yeah. But, you know That's um, why I
1: have hope. I have hope.
0: People we the have biggest to keep thing fighting. is Right, we have to keep fighting. We have to keep fighting for young women and girls yes. because mm-hmm. they're the number one victim. Yeah. But um, you know, we have to be talking to kids about how they use social media cuz most kids most Absolutely. teenagers don't understand it's pure manipulation Mm-mm. so like my kids use social media because the op- the other option is to pretty much go Amish but um, <laughs> I feel bad you know?
1: I feel bad my kids are older and they they are what they are right now but I mean like I feel bad for people raising their kids today I
0: Right but I think um,
1: I would go Amish on them Right
0: <laughs> However you know you can arm them with mm. the understanding, Hey, they're screwing with you. They're, they're manipulating you, you know? And furthermore, the biggest problem for girls especially is they think Instagram is real life. So mm. when they see that Instagram post of the beautiful vacation that someone has, they think that's every day for them. So you kind of have to sit them down and say, they're showing you the best minute of the best day of the, of their best year. Right. Yeah. Um, no, that's true, you know, and, and, you know, there's also another talk, which is we're not the Kardashians. Uh, mm-hmm. Every parent has to say that at some point because the kids kind of think they are.
1: Do you mean Britney Spears' butt, butt is not real? Is that what you're telling me? Because that's all I see constantly. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I scroll through Instagram, I see her butt more than anything else.
0: <laughs> me, and, me and too. you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for some of us, it's a little more understandable, right? For for you, Liz, it seems like their algorithm might be out of way.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's so funny. Well, um, Colin, it's uh, been real fun speaking with you um, in an eye opener. So we appreciate it. We'll continue to follow you on Breitbart. And I know there's a tech tab. So is that where we find your articles yep. and others like that yeah i was just reading
0: Absolutely.
1: one of the um one of the top articles here uh was that this is pretty cool and uh, you know off topic here a little bit but israel deployed its arrow long range air defense missile for the first time last month it shot down down a ballistic missile in outer space that's first ever that's pretty interesting <laughs> Um,
0: well, that's where you want them shut down.
1: Yeah, you know, because you don't
0: you don't want them <laughs> shut down right right above your house. You know, yeah, so, but that that's so. pretty.
1: Uh, we're learning a lot, and and I also heard, um, also off topic, is that Israel had learned so much from watching Russia battling Ukraine that they've changed the way they uh, they do war as they enter into Gaza. You know, it's not it can't just be a tank operation. They've actually learned from. Watching Russia, so these techn technological and um, I guess uh, strategic things and weaponry and all the stuff it's it's uh, we're I, we're actually learning a lot, and I'm sure our government is watching very closely.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean it's a it's a constantly evolving thing, especially as new technology breaks. Mm-hmm. So you're either on top of it or you're dead. Yeah, uh, in the case of war.
1: Exactly, Colin Medine. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. You too.